Welcome back to episode 9 of Let's Talk TV Shows, Movies, and Tech. Let's get right into it. Like I start all my episodes uh, with the movies coming out uh, this week that are coming out this week, not next week, just this week. Um, and then stay tuned because I will also talk about uh, movies I'm excited to see in 2019. I know. Uh, we're in February. I just completely forgot in January. I uh, plus I'm, I wanted enough time uh, for the uh, studios to name their movies that they were going to be releasing in 2019. So, all right, let's get into it. Of what is opening this week? Brought to you by uh, well, Flickster. I, that's the website I use. If you want to go uh, to that website yourself and check my sources because <laughs> um, they also have a lot more other stuff like you can buy tickets on the th- I'm not sponsored by them I just really like the website alright let's get right into it um the, the top five movies that are coming out this week are the Lego movie uh the Lego movie 2 the second part it's a weird title but um the Prodigy, uh, Cold Pursuit, What Men Want, and Arctic. Um, I kind of, uh, What Men Want is in my list of movies I, I want to see in 2019 because the trailer looks hilarious. And but I'm pretty much not. I'm not gonna go see What Men Want in theaters. I'm most likely gonna see it when it comes out in iTunes. So when it comes out in iTunes, I will watch it. Or I will get it, and I will watch it, and I will do a review on it. But just take note that it won't be in the theaters. It'll just be, um, yeah. That's when I will review it. I won't review it now, um, but yeah. Um, and then I, I was also scrolling down, and I'm okay. I'm just curious. Like, whoever's listening to this, has have you ever seen Benchwarmers? Of course you have. It's it's what's one of those movies that everyone's seen the first Benchwarmers. Even if they don't like those actors, Dave's like, eh, I'm gonna, I'll give that movie a chance. Well, they're making Benchwarmers two Breaking Balls. Yeah, that's the name of the movie. Um, let's see. I'm curious if it has any of the uh, characters that um that were in the first one. It has a few of the characters from the original that are in the sequel, which I don't know if it's going to be good or not. I have no idea. Uh, so, yeah, there's that. Um, okay, what's in the top box office? Top box office, the first movie in the top box office, or, okay, we'll go f- top five movies in the top box office. Make sense? I don't know. I don't care if it does. Um, number one is Glass. Two is The Upside. Uh, three is Miss Bala. Four is Aquaman. And five is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I've seen two of those movies. Of course, you, I've done reviews on two of them. The other three, I've not seen them. But the critics are hating. And the audiences are giving decent uh, reviews. Like Miss Bala. Uh, 65% on audience scores. So that means... 
they, some audiences are hating it, some audiences are loving it. it it's like it's a mixed bag. So if you, um, if I think, if you go for the movie for the act for the actress, uh, I think it's uh, Gina Rodriguez. Yeah, Gina Rodriguez. Uh, so if you, I would say go and support. If you if you're a big fan of her, I would say go to to that movie just to see her. Cause I see the trailer. It looks good. It looks good. She she looked like she did a good job in that. And then Glass, of course. You, you know my whole spill on Glass because I did a review on Glass. Actually, sorry, I did see Glass. Sorry, my bad. I I, I forgot. And then I, I have not seen the upside up. I will probably see it when it comes out in like iTunes or Netflix or Hulu or whatever when it comes out in, out of theaters. So, um, yeah, let's get right into uh, what movies I'm excited for in 2019. There's there's actually a lot of movies that I'm excited for. Uh, some in May, some in August, some in June, some in March, some in February. Yes this month <laughs> but it's not uh the movies that are in february are not coming out this week they're coming out I believe next week so um no in no particular order um they're it, they're just in the order of i added them on in uh how i added them so if i found a movie i liked i i added it yeah all right the first movie i have is aladdin remix that's the live action of it and some people are kind of mad and kind of uh, saying that Disney should, is replacing the, their animated classic animated movies I'm, and I'm just looking and I'm just thinking no they're not because the Little Mermaid the animated version of the Little Mermaid they're Disney's re-putting that out in 4k even though that movie's uh, heck, was I think it was made in the 80s or something? Either 80s or 70s, somewhere around that time they made that movie. It was one of the first animated movies that they made. One of them, the first. It's 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 a classic movie, and they are remaking it to where it's 4K. I think it's 4K HDR. I think, but I know it's I know it's in 4K. So they went back and remastered it, and. So they're not Disney not trying to with these remakes, they're not trying to ignore their past of the that's that's the animation studio portion. With Aladdin and the, their remakes or kind of that's the Disney portion. That's Disney right there. Disney Animation Studio, Disney. Two different studios but owned by the diff by the same house. It's like um it's like being in a big family, like, and, and multiple members of that family do does certain things, but they live on the same roof. It's kind of like that. It's, it's like Disney's the main house, and there's just the main house, and then they have multiple people um, making multiple things. Like, they don't, they, they just make them because they want to make it. They want to be like, okay, we did that. They did the animation thing. We're going to take that version. And then take, because I think Aladdin was on Broadway, I believe, yes. And they would take that version and that version and put that. And so maybe the storyline will be a little bit different. Same thing with Beauty and the Beast. I was I heard from someone that the Beauty and the Beast, 
some of the storylines and plot lines were a little bit different than the animation version. So, um, these remakes are going to be different because the storyline is going to be uh, taken from uh, the either like the Broadway show, the animation show, uh, multiple other different storylines that they uh, that the, anim- the animation studio uh, of Disney uh, came out with. They, they're like, we're going to take all those storylines, put it into one. They're going to jumble them up all into one. So that's 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 basically what they're going to do. Um, and the next movie I'm excited to see, um, is Alita, Alita Battle Angel, uh, I can't wait to see this movie, um, it just looks so, so good, um, I'm gonna check real quick, uh, on, uh, uh, I'm gonna, I'm checking on the coming soon on Flickster, I'm just checking to see with Alita Battle Angel to see what the critics are saying about it. And right now, the critics, um, since the critics can see it, like usually a week before, and I'm not a major critic, so I, I don't get permission. I wish I did. But right now, they're loving it. Uh, the critics are loving this movie. So, I don't know how. It's like. If, if the critics love it, maybe if the critics love it and the audience love it, it's going to be a, a fantastic movie. I don't know. But um, maybe the, they uh, learned uh, from past movies that are uh, adaptations of anime. Maybe they learned, they're like, oh, we're going to do something different. And plus, they got the mind um, behind the, those famous Spy Kid movies, Robert Rodriguez. Directing Spy Kids, the man that can direct a movie with a low budget. His very well, not one of his first, but one of his first films, El Mariachi. That that movie uh, had a budget of seven thousand dollars. No joke, it had a bu- budget of seven thousand dollars, and the movie itself. Uh, when in when it was in the box office made a million dollars so when he would uh, so I, I'm thinking about like when they were when he went to go pitch that movie to studios I, I'm guessing this is how it went down they're like he went down he's like uh, I'm pretty sure no studio would want to touch this movie they're like we don't know who you are uh, we don't want to make this we don't want to do this and he's like just give me some money, and he just went to one. So he's like, "Please, just I'll just give me something. Just give me some money to make this thing happen." And it was like, and one of the movie series like, "I'll give you seven thousand dollars. I'll take it." And then, boom. And now with the, his other movies, like Spy Kids, and I think almost all the Spy Kids, all, almost all those movies were like the budget of forty million. That's low. That's a low budget, even though to a normal person, forty million is like. What? I can make with so I can make so many movies with forty million. I'm like, yeah, you got a lot of people to hire the actors, the stunt people. The, you got all that for so forty million is very small. I'm like, you, he can you can, but he knows how to budget with a small with that forty million. So with Alita, he had a big budget. He had two hundred million for that budget. So he had. A huge budget, and he didn't know what to do. He, I'm pretty sure he didn't know what to do with it. He's like, I have this so, so much money. Um, what do we do? <laughs> He's like, uh, 
we have this so much money. I don't know what to do. So I'm I'm pretty sure that because uh, it was originally scheduled. Uh, Alita was originally scheduled last year, the beginning of last year, and they kept on pushing it. And they pushed it to the end of last year, and then they pushed it to February. It, so, uh, and I'm pretty sure Robert, Robert Rodriguez, he was looking at it, and he was like, I could see him, but he probably was like, nope, no, what the hell is this? Go, go back to the drawing board. We got 200 million. I'm going to throw some money at this. <laughs> Which... I'm glad that he got a good budget, and uh, and he's just throwing, like, kind of like throwing money at this, and if, and if and uh, that's and what most movies with big budgets do. They some movies with big budgets tend to suck, and the movies with small budgets tend to be awesome. And Alita: Battle Angel is like one of that movies like it has a big budget, but a director that knows how to. Uh, budget with its thing. Maybe it might make. I think it. Uh, here's my prediction. I feel like Alita Battle Angel will make its money back because it has the mastermind behind uh, a guy that can make movies on a small budget and that make billions of dollars in the box office. AKA Spy Kids, El Mariachi made million dollars. Not a billion, but made million. Um, but it made, made, some, made, made its money back. So, alright, uh, I still got a lot of lists. I, I just had to put my spill on Alito Battle Angel. I will be reviewing that movie when I see it. I, I still want to see it. Um, the next movie is Artemis Fowl by Disney. I want to see that. That won't be until uh, the fall of 2019, August. It's set to sp- in August 9th, but it could... It could be flexible, but Artemis Fowl. I want to see that. And of course, Avengers End. Uh, sorry, of course, in Avengers Endgame. Um, I think that's it's on the on the iTunes movies trailer. It says uh, June twenty first something, but it could, that could be up further. It could be in April. I think I'm not sure, but yeah, I can't wait to see Endgame because if you if you've seen Infinity War. You're gonna have to see how this thing ends. You gotta see how this thing pans out. And that's basically my philosophy. I'm like, I, I gotta see how this thing. I gotta see how this pans out. <laughs> but yeah, um, Captain Marvel is the next one. March. I want to see that one. I'm excited for that. Um, Dark Phoenix. That's another one that's supposed. I haven't seen too much trailers for it. And it's in February 14th. Uh, so same as Alita Battle Angel. So Dark Phoenix. I might see that one too, so that one might. And then, um, if any if anyone has seen a dog's purpose, uh, that made a lot of money in the theaters, so they're making a sequel to a dog's purpose called A Dog's Journey. So there's that. So I I want to see that because I'm like I'm curious. I'm curious. And then they have um the remake of Dumbo. So uh I'll, I'm gonna go see that one. I'm excited to see that. And then uh, Godzilla, King of Monsters. Excited to see that because it look the trailers look fantastic, and it just looks good. Um, and I've seen uh, what is it? And, well, I've obviously seen Godzilla, just Godzilla, and then um, and then Kong. I've seen that one. So this one's another added next uh, thing in that. Uh, I think it's. 
what's that studio? No, it's that. It's in that little universe where. Uh, so maybe the next movie will be Godzilla and King and Kong. So King Kong and Godzilla fighting. Everyone wants to see that, and especially with this new version of Kong and this new version of Godzilla, we want to see them go head to head. That's basically what we want to see. <laughs> um, and then of course Hellboy, the new remake of Hellboy. I've heard a lot of people s- saying that. They don't want to see Hellboy because uh, it's trying to imitate the old Hellboy. I'm like, it's their version of Hellboy. It's his version of Hellboy. It's I, I forget the old actress Hellboy, which I did see the first Hellboy, and all those Hellboy. Uh, I just I just forget the actor. He's it's based in my head. I know who he is. It's just it's it's this it's this actor's Hellboy. It's him. Uh, taking the mantle of Hellboy, it's him taking, it's him doing the, his version, and um, it's kind of like uh, the old Hellboy. He, the character, that that actor, he was playing that character, and this new character or actor playing Hellboy. It, it's basically they're playing Hellboy. They're, it's the same character, so of course it's gonna sound uh, similar and almost the same, but it's not gonna be the same because two different actors but the same, playing the same character they're, they're playing the same character so of course you're going to see those similarities and it's like oh this person's like this and it's going to be like that I'm like no of course it's going to be the same same character duh <laughs> That's, it's it's kind of weird but yeah I, I, I want to see that movie because it looks good um, I, I, I'm just excited for uh, Dark Horse to come back into the light again uh, Dark Horse Comics, because uh, they did their the masterminds behind Hellboy and on Netflix the Umbrella Academy. When that comes out, I will watch that, and I might I might do a review on the Umbrella Academy. Let me know. I don't know. I might do it if if I watch the whole thing. I don't know. I might do that. Um, and then John Wick Chapter 3, I gotta see how this pans out again. If they make a John Wick 4, I gotta see how that, I just gotta see how this thing pans out. That's what I'm doing. Uh, The Lion King, of course. Um, then there's another one, uh, I'm just a big fan of, uh, Sam Elliott. Uh, and the latest movie he's in, uh, I think that will be coming out, um... In February is the man who killed Hitler and then and then Bigfoot. Let me repeat that: the man who killed Hitler and then the Bigfoot. It's a weird title, but the trailer looks really good. I'm like, huh? That looks good. I'm I'll, I probably won't see it in theaters, but I will probably I will get it. Um, I will get it somehow and I will watch it. Um, but yeah, it looks good. Uh, Men in Black International. This is this is not a, a sequel or spinoff of Men in Black One, Two, and Three. This is just uh, this is kind of like Men in Black Four. It's just um, with uh, just new just new characters on doing something different. Like they in the trailer trailer and all that, they still recognize. Um, Tommy Lee Jones character and Will Smith's character they still recognize that it's just 
uh, Men in Black. What do you think that uh, those two uh, Men in Black agents, that Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith, I think, agent, uh, uh, what I forget their agent thing. Do uh, you think those two were the only ones in Men in Black? No, it was a whole company. It was a whole organization. They have multiple other agents. So this is just showing you this is a different set of agents in Men in Black. So I, I can't wait to see because it has uh, the two stars from Thor Ragnarok. And they really work well with each other. So I And the trailer looks really good. Um... So I'm just curious on like what they're gonna do, um, kind of like not a, like a parody, but they're just like focusing, honing in on these two characters instead of constantly always getting these two agents saving the world, blah blah blah. I, I, I'm not saying I don't want, I don't, I didn't like t- uh, Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith. Oh, those are my two favorite actors. It's just for them, they're they're probably they probably. Even though they probably would want to keep on doing it, but uh, it's it would kind of get stale afterwards. And I feel like Men in Black Three kind of just summed up their whole story. And they're like, all right, let's. And they're like, let's let's tell a different story of Men in Black. Let's tell a different story of two other agents. Let's 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 do it that way, which is nice. Um, another is Detective Pikachu. Yeah. Uh, of course I was going to be on here because uh, Ryan Reynolds <laughs> the trailer for it oh that looks hilarious he's like that trailer just got me it's like wait you can understand me <laughs> oh that was hilarious I uh, I just I lost it when I heard that I was like oh that's funny that is so funny <laughs> um, and then uh, next is Shazam and then I have Captain Marvel and Shazam. The little uh, cool thing about the Shazam and Captain Marvel um, is Shazam and Captain Marvel uh, did not start with DC or Marvel. They started with another smaller comic book company back in the day. And then back... Because w- back in the day, uh, DC, Marvel, there was all these other... Com- com- there was... Uh, comic book companies for days like they had were would produce comic books like and that was back when like tv wasn't as popular and radio wasn't as popular and comic books were the thing so shazam was this one character basically captain marvel technically the name captain marvel is is shazam it's just it's it's weird because just take Captain Marvel and Shazam and combine them into one and leave the name of Captain Marvel but leave the powers of Shazam, and then that's the original character. Because so when you see Shazam and you see him doing his powers and all of that and all that, and I think the costume is the same. It might be a little different of the original. I think it might be the same. But uh, his name would be Captain Marvel, but have the same powers as Shazam. So when you see the movie Shazam and you see all those powers, those powers just—if you—if you hear them in that movie say Captain Marvel, like, hey, you're Captain Marvel. 
do not get, like how did they it's like how did they do that how and you're wondering how did they get away with saying Captain Marvel in the Shazam movie for one the, here's the funny thing is DC when they acquired Shazam they did not acquire the name to Shaz- to the character so they basically split the character off they didn't acquire the name but but the, the loophole was is they could not say Captain Marvel on the cover but could say Captain Marvel in the comic book itself so when you're reading it you can see them you can have have them say Captain Marvel but on the cover they couldn't say it and that's the same thing with like Captain Marvel, but Marvel at the same at that same time they did they just didn't want the powers of uh, Shazam at all. They just weren't buying anything that said Cap or Marvel in it. So they did Captain Marvel, and then for a while they kind of kept Captain Marvel as um, as a male or a man. Um, for a while, and then they changed it, and they're like, "Well, it's too similar to Shazam, so let's change Captain Marvel's origin to where now Captain Marvel is a female." So that's, that's basically uh, Captain Marvel uh, on Marvel was originally a man, but they uh, decided it was Marvel decided like it's too similar to Shazam. It's his origin story is too similar to Shazam, so let's change it. Let's change Captain Marvel completely and make it to where she's Carol Danvers. There, that's basically what it is. They, they, it was just too similar and they didn't want to be completely similar. To like completely like, because they're basically Marvel and DC or have the same character. It's just, they did, Marvel didn't want it to be the same character as Shazam. So they kind of had to change it. Marvel changed it just a little bit. So that's basically it. That's the whole story of like Shazam and Captain Marvel. And why they're somewhat similar. That's why Shazam is more... Um, uh, kind of not as dark as all... Uh, basically why Shazam is not like any other DC character. That's basically it. Because Shazam is technically not a DC character and Captain Marvel's not uh, not a Marvel character so it's it's, it's kind of weird but um, that's why when you're watching it it's like why is Shazam, why is DC going the funny route like well Shazam's not technically their character and they want to be true to that the original creators of that character and the original creators of that character uh, envision it Shazam to be this and all that basically uh, Shazam was like in the in the trailers of for you when you saw Shazam he said Shazam and the kid said Shazam and he changed into Shazam and that's basically how uh, Captain Marvel would have changed it's it's a confusing thing but it's a cool history behind those two characters yeah and then Spider-Man Far From Home is my next movie I'm excited for, obviously. Um, I'm just curious, like, after Endgame or Infinity War, we saw Spider-Man just kick the bucket. Like, we didn't know. We're like, <gasps> oh, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Infinity War, which I'm pretty sure if you, ha- if you haven't, what have you been doing with your life? <laughs> but yeah, 
we, we, at the end of Infinity War, we we saw Spider-Man uh, get dusted, and we're like, what happened? Where's he gonna go? Where's what? So, and we're like, wait, what? So we're confused with Far From Home because we don't know the ending of Endgame, but Marvel does, or Kevin Feige does, and he, of course, he approved the trailer for Spider-Man Far From Home, so he knows something we don't, of course, because he is in charge of Marvel, of course. So he would know, like, okay, we're going to send this out, we're going to send Spider-Man Far From Home just to confuse the audience. That's basically what the, what he was his plans were. It's like we're gonna do this just to confuse you. It's big cool. We're gonna do. Yeah. And then um, my other uh, other two movies, um, Toy Story Four. I I, so I, I want to see what they're gonna do after Toy Story Three because I thought Toy I thought after Toy Story Three it, I thought it, that was done. And now Toy Story Four. And I'm like, what? What? What are you gonna do now? Uh, was like you're just what? Yeah, and then of course, um, what men want. Obviously, that the trailer just looks funny. So and, and I like funny movies and comedy and action adventure and those types of movies. I like those types. Um. Uh, we got I got we got one more episode uh, before season one wraps up. I think that's what I'm calling this whole thing is season one. I don't know. Uh, you can call me stupid or not for calling for saying this is season one or whatever. But season two, stick around for season two of Let's Talk because uh, there'll be some changes. Like season one. It's just me figuring out figuring out what to do, what to talk about. In season two, I'll make a little bit. I'll make some little bit changes to make it a little interesting, kind of, maybe. I don't know. Stick around for season two, and it'll just come. It'll come right after. Uh, not I think, but I might change the uh, the air date of when I release it. It might be on Wednesday, it might not. I don't know. You might have to check it out. I don't know. But, um, oh. Um, I almost forgot. Almost forgot. Almost forgot. Hold on, I gotta. I know, I, I wasn't prepared. Y- you can yell at me. Yeah, yell at me right now. Yell, yeah, I, I can hear it. I can hear it. I'm gonna hear you yelling at me. Um. All right. The song of the week is uh, "Shotgun" by George Ereza. Uh, I'll add that onto add that into the playlist of song of the week. Take a listen to it. It's really, really catchy and really good. Um, it's really good. I. I I just can't stop listening to that song because it's, it's so like catchy. I'm like, ooh, ooh, nice. But yeah, but yeah, um, yeah, that's that's basically that's basically this episode. Um, I will be uh, creating some other cool tech videos or not video, 
what is it? Some cool tech shows. Uh, so be, so I'm still working on those. So, uh, stay tuned for those, I guess. So, alright, I'm out. Peace.